What's up, family? This is the Just Breathe Podcast, and I am April Love, personal brand success coach, entrepreneur, and now your new best friend. Just Breathe is all about all things you, taking your personal life to the next level. I know that it's sometimes hard to even catch your breath on a day-to-day basis, but we're going to inhale, exhale, and just breathe. I'm so excited today, especially because I have a friend in the house. Someone who is so profoundly talented in so many areas. I feel like our conversation today is going to go in so many different directions because she's just, she's just good. She's just warm and fuzzy just to talk to. And she's a national recording artist. She is a syndicated radio host. She is a, an event host. She's a mother. She's a friend. She's a community activist. And baby, she's a newlywed. We're going to get into that today, too. But I want to welcome my girl, Darlene McCoy. Hi. Hey, girl. Hi, April. Now it's Darlene Darlene McCoy Jackson. That's right. That's right. That's right. Darlene McCoy Jackson. That's right. It'll be Darlene Jackson soon, as soon as y'all get used to it. Yes. You branded the Darlene McCoy so much. So now we got to, you know. Yeah. But shout out to Fonz. Hi, April. Hey, sis. Girl, you busy, busy. I'm so happy we were able to lock you down and get you you on here because I I really want to share you with the world because every time, like, she's like, you know, there's some people, if you know anything about me, you know, I host events. But there's some people that are just like mainstays on my guest list. OK, oh. like whether they, you know, they can attend or not. I'm like, no, Darlene got to be here. <laughs> no, nah, Darlene's got to be here. OK, and I've come every single time I can. I'm there. Yeah, because That's at right. the end of the day, you know, even though you share yourself a lot because you're on radio and you're pretty transparent and open and you're out and about. There are some things about you that I'm sure people don't know, mm-hmm. you know. And mm-hmm. so I kind of want to get into that today because I really mm-hmm. want you to just, you know, bless the people with your perspective and your insight. Yeah. Um, I just think it's something that people need. People need to hear good people share. Yeah. Um, it's like what I don't even getting into how I launched, you know, relaunched my podcast. Originally, mm-hmm. you know, I was doing more so entertainment stuff. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. just breathe, like I shared in the, you know, the the very first podcast, how mm-hmm. it came, was birthed out of, you know, being in the pandemic. I felt like the entire world was holding their breath, you know. Right. And we had masks on, so we really couldn't breathe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, well, you know, what is it that people need? You know, I wanted to start with myself first because being quarantined and in mm-hmm. the house during that period of time, I realized what I didn't want. And what mm-hmm. I did want, like I wanted to come out of this a changed person. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to come out jaded, like, uh, you know, this is a bunch of conspiracy theory and blah, blah, blah. No, mm-hmm. no, no. Mm-hmm. I've had time to spend with me. Mm-hmm. I've had time to really assess where I am in life. You know, mm-hmm. um, a lot of people, they, I don't care if they're 30 or 80, you know, mm-hmm. it's a place in your life. You're still breathing. Mm-hmm. So there's purpose. So you have an opportunity in a something like that to just kind of think about Okay, what's next for me? Right. And so with the podcast, I said, I want to really create a platform where people can think about that. You know, we go through the motion. We wake up, we have our oatmeal, Starbucks, whatever. Mm -hmm. We go to our jobs. We Mm -hmm. go on with our lives, take our kids to school or whatever. But Mm -hmm. what are you divinely purposed to do? Why do you still? Why didn't COVID take you out? That question. Yeah. Why didn't you? Why didn't you succumb Mm -hmm. to this, that and the other throughout Mm -hmm. your life? You're here. You're purposed. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. kind of, you know, we're just breathing and talking. That's right. So um, can you kind of share with the people that don't know, mm-hmm. and even the people that do know, who you are? Yeah. Who is Darlene McCoy You know, if I, were to, if I were to just say it just right off, I'm just Darlene. You know, and that's I, what you said was just so appropriate because um, it is very important for every person to figure out who they are. Right. Um, and, you know, I, I had to go through that like right after my divorce 
Um, yeah, and we could get into that later, but okay. but um, but you know, I was I was married for eighteen years, and here I was, you know, mother, you know, worship leader, mm-hmm. minister, prophetic, war, uh, watch services, mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff, doing all of these things, and I never belonged to myself. Wow. I never. I was all of this for everyone else, and I never had a chance as an adult mm-hmm. to be mine. And what does that mean? If it, you know, everybody, you know, when I got divorced, everybody was like, "Oh, just go do you." And then people were like, "What does that? What mean? does it mean? What is doing what you? Do you? Yeah, what do is me what? Like, you have do done you and like, you've done mother, you've done wife, done all of that, and and I was just. You know, just just a person that existed for people. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And but I didn't exist for me. So so that transition, I think that it's important for every person to have, even if it if it's happening, you know, during the pandemic, after the pandemic, whatever. Mm-hmm. This is when you come into alignment with your existence. Alignment is my word for the year. Is that yes, your word for the year? Yes. Listen, when you come into alignment with your existence, this mm-hmm. is like, you know, it's me. That's M-E, my existence. Uh, me. It's, you have to identify like me, you know. Me. And um, and what, what does that mean? That We have to understand that we didn't just show up on Earth. Right. You know, there was no. a purpose mm-hmm. in the heavens and there was an agreement with your spirit. Your soul mm-hmm. had an agreement with God that when you come... Mm-hmm. To this earth, there is a purpose for you to be here. And it's not just for you to just want get things and be rich and famous yeah. and, and and always win and uh, you know get your bag. Get your yeah. bag. It's so much bigger than that. So much and, bigger. And and we don't realize how self-absorbed we can become mm-hmm. when that's all our existence is about mm-hmm. is getting the bag. And doing this and doing that, there is something beyond us. Yeah, you know there is there is a there is a God breath, as Ooh, you that's say. Good. Yeah, that you breath, know what I'm saying. That breath there of is life. a yes. God breath yes. that is hovering over us every single day. And mm-hmm. how often do we tap into that? How often do we tap in to say, okay, th- these are some things that I like. These are things that I don't like mm-hmm. these. And and then be honest, because, you know, being being a church chick, you know, they can make you feel bad for a whole lot of things. A whole lot. This, this whole religion thing is just like you ain't supposed to be doing that. What you doing doing that? Mm-hmm. What you do? And it's like. I like it. Right. I, you know, I'm, I was born silly. You yeah, know what I mean? right. But I was raised in church and yeah. I would get in trouble all the time. Mm-hmm. Like I was always the clown in church. I was mm-hmm. always the heckler. I was always the loud mouth. Mm-hmm. And Me too. I'm always know, talking. I yeah. always have some opinion. I you always know? have something to say. You know, and it, yeah. it's like when you go back and reconnect right. with all that you were before everybody had an opinion about who you were. You start peeling off the layers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You start peeling off the labels. Exactly. You know, you you have you can have two sisters. You and I sitting here. Mm-hmm. Here is a um light-skinned, uh divorced mother. Um, you know, what are all of the labels and here is here is a dark-skinned, beautiful, single entrepreneur all of these things yeah. are labels mm-hmm. with other but people's the, expectations with everybody yeah. else's expectations yeah. on mm-hmm. your label yeah but what about who you are without everybody else's opinion of who you right are? 
Who is that person? Yeah. What is it that you love? Do you know God really? Do mm-hmm. you, or do you feel like God is that that man, the man upstairs? You know what oh I mean? My gosh. Do you realize or is that God in the pulpit every Sunday? You know what I mean? Is that God? Is, <laughs> is that, that God for is, you? Is that the one that you is and and you have to get it every Sunday? Yeah. You right. have to go every week. So if you week, miss though. a Sunday, you're in trouble that week. Right? You see what I'm saying? I, I tease people all the time. So you prayed and left it at the altar this Sunday and mad because God didn't answer the prayer by next Sunday. Right. Right. <laughs> you you got a week, Jesus. But anyway. <laughs> you got to figure it out by the time I get there next Sunday. You know, no. but but who are you outside of what everybody calls you? Right. That's that's the question. Mm-hmm. And because a lot of times, you know, when, when, when we were kids, mm-hmm. the teacher would say, hey, you can be anything you want to be yeah. when you grow up. And I think that confused a lot of people. It did. Because they they started choosing things that they wanted to choose, but without figuring out who they are. Because really, mm-hmm. the truth is, you can be all that you are. All that you are. And that's really all that you're going to ever be. Right. All that you were purposed to be. Because when you're a kid... Everything is dictated by your parents. That's and they right. put in, even what they instill in you. That's like it. you gotta get a good job. Mm-hmm. You have to have a, you know, it's for girls, you gotta find a good husband. That. You gotta, you know, do this and you gotta do that and you gotta go to college. Like that's what I, I want. Right. Every but do college. you want a yeah, husband? What is, do you want a, do you Some have people to have don't a, want right. to. Right. 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 And that's okay. So you get there and you're programmed because now you're in college and mm-hmm. the professors and the counselors mm-hmm. and people are telling you what you need to be doing. So right. now you don't even know how to pick a major on your own. Mm. And then guess what? What if you're not meant to even be in college? Exactly. What, college what a man-made you? institution. That might not be you. Yeah. If you're a surgeon, I want you to have gone to college now. Exactly. Right? But, you know. And then you, you, you know, if you, if you spend that time alone with yourself and yeah. I, I tell my men, millennial kids this all the time they just get in these relationships and then they get defined right. by the relationship right. while they ha- don't even have a definition of themselves at all you know what I mean but that's good dis- that's you know what I'm good. saying how are you defined so, by relationship mm-hmm. and you don't even have a definition and that's how you get lost in someone else because if you come to us I know some young ladies and men who find themselves connected or aligned with a really strong personality mm-hmm. so they get lost in that and, and they shrink because mm-hmm. they're like so then that's Codependent. Exactly. Oh, okay, so I like what he likes. And I'll you go don't even know what you like. You don't know then, what you like. And then when it's time for you to do you, and you don't even know what to do. There we go again. We're doing you. So, so you know, you don't even uh, know that, you. <laughs> that mode of discovery is yeah. imperative for every human being. Absolutely. I feel like every human soul right. needs a mode of discovery of who they are. You know, I used to, you know, I used to do praise and worship, and and you know, I used to do that, mm-hmm. and I love being in praise and worship. But I don't like for nobody to tell me what to wear. Uh, okay. Nobody. Okay. I don't like it. Well, if you're going to be in uniform, that used to drive me nuts. Yeah. I don't want to wear that today. <laughs> I, I still am trying to figure out what's holy about suntan <laughs> pantyhose. They're the holiest pair of pantyhose that ever existed. That. Right. And <laughs> it is okay. Like, when are we okay with saying, I don't want to do that? I don't. I don't want to. And not be called rebellious. And not be called rebellious. Rebellious. Well, see, and that's the thing. And it's like, then you got to know. Okay, well, this is not where I need to be. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's somewhere else that I need to be. Exactly. That's going to fit a little bit more with the purpose. My Mm -hmm. purpose is to worship, not wear. You right. know what I mean? You just want me to wear this stuff and I'm thrown off. I don't even want to have this on. Right, right. <laughs> you put more attention on like, and, and I'm hot. This robe is hot. I don't know all that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that what's so funny is I say that 
But I, you know, as I was going through my motive discovery, I used to remember when I was a little kid mm -hmm. in the church choir, in the Sunbeam Choir. My mother well, was Sunbeam. Okay, <laughs> my mother was yeah. over the choir, and we had little robes, oh. and I hated them. When I tell you, <laughs> I loved the clothes that she had me in. But I, and but I in my mind was like, what's the purpose of the robe? If, why do I have the clothes on if I got to put the robe over it? So right. I would always unzip my robe. So you could see my <laughs> So you could see what I had on it. My mom would be like, zip that robe up. <laughs> you know, and it was always a thing. But then when I, I would experience that as an adult, I was like, this is actually a thing. Mm -hmm. but, a thing. but that's the thing. It's like, and, and I'm just using this as an example to say, Say yes to the yeses in your spirit and say no to the no's in your spirit and right. be OK with it, because mm -hmm. I believe that every soul has been equipped mm -hmm. for what they're called for. And a lot of times we don't even tap into our equipment mm -mm. because everybody else is using their equipment for exactly. you, telling you yeah. to use theirs. Exactly. And whatnot. So you put yours on the back burner. Yeah. Yours, it yeah. never really evolve into the fullness of who you really are supposed to be. You don't even be. develop it. Mm -mm. I was, it was um, 2019 that I discovered that I could paint. Oh, yeah. I remember this remember story. That. I remember this. You just like, and I'm sitting there like, if I would have known this gift was here. Right. Maybe I would have been doing it a long time ago. How far could I have gone if I wouldn't have just been all wrapped up in a relationship? Right. You know what I'm saying? And what it's that like, relationship needed. Right. Yeah. So so that mode of discovery is so important so um, for everyone because, yes, you are loved. You are you're just loved by God and you are purposed by God for something. And it ain't always connected to somebody's church. Oh. However. Yeah. However. OK. There <laughs> are so many evolving pastors now. That are out oh my here. God, yes. That yes. there are there's plenty of them out mm -hmm. here that you can find your place. I just spoke about that yesterday. Yeah. But then even I I see and I do I kinda grieve for them because I see how they have and they, I'm gonna use something that's trendy. Mm -hmm. They woke. They woke up. They're woke. Yes. And they're like, wait a minute. So I gotta go this, back and this King James ain't getting it for me. There wait a minute, go. this is not it. Mm -hmm. This is not it because God is talking to them. They're listening. Mm-hmm. And they're being mindful of the fact, okay, this is specifically mm -hmm. tied to me and my purpose, but now I'm a part of this church of God of this, yes. or this assembly of that, or this of this faith. Or this, mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So now I feel confined, mm -hmm. but they're they're breaking free. That's I've right. seen some boldness, you know, mm -hmm. and it's a little yes. remnant of them, but it's just the fact that I agree, like, they are the ones, and, and I... I I, my prayer is that the people that that's happening with in the kingdom mm -hmm. start to align. Yeah, you know, not, not be afraid like, and oh, we can't talk about this. We can't right. talk about that. Right. What, what? What? But the crazy part is, is like you said, they're starting to align. Yeah. But that is even proof of what I was just saying yeah. earlier, that there is a God breath on you mm -hmm. and that you hear a sound. You hear you and you feel this thing in your soul to go this way. And that's when you meet your tribe. Yes. There's so many of us in, in different sectors and mm -hmm. different facts, facets. Mm -hmm. And there's so many different facets of God and his children yes. that we can't be confined to just this or that. And that's that's, you know, not to disrespect anything that that we, <clears throat> we have, because honestly, church is some of these folks. That's what they are, who they are, mm -hmm. you know, and we respect that. We love that. We honor that. But when you some are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes. but when you know when you when you understand your yeah. position and yeah. under, you know I think that's that's one of the most important things though yeah get into alignment 
Get into alignment and understand you. I love that. That yes. doing you and figuring out who you is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You? Who is you? <laughs> like literally. Like when you that's one of the most intimidating questions. Cause even when I um in my profession mm-hmm. in branding and publicity, this is the first thing I ask people. So who are you? Tell me about you. Right. And they start naming all these things that they Dumb. do. Yeah. Yes. That's what, yeah. You know, um, I got a this, you know, masters in such and such, or you know, I wrote a best selling da 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 da. Or, you know, I'm the wife of such and such and the mother of such and such. But no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. No, who are you? Right. Who are you? Why owe you? Who are you without all that? Mm-hmm. You know, because before you were that person's Mrs. MR. S mm-hmm. and before you were, you were that person's mom mm-hmm. or father you were something mm-hmm. you were being molded to be something mm-hmm. and so we get so caught up and I think that's a that's a great distraction mm-hmm. and the thing is those people love you your, mm-hmm. your, your children everybody love you mm-hmm. but they can be great distractions mm-hmm. so that's why it's imperative that you either take sabbaticals or, mm-hmm. or you do this breath work I've been doing where I sit mm-hmm. over here and I'm just breathing don't bother me don't mm-hmm. talk to me mm-hmm. 45 minutes I'm over here on the floor mm-hmm. I'm breathing in mm-hmm. I'm trying to Put all this stuff, you know, like that cartoon where all these words and things are going on right. in your head and you're trying to make sense of all of it. Mm-hmm. And then in the midst of it, I'm like, oh, okay. Right. So I'm supposed to be, you know, launching a podcast, not just pushing people into there. Come on. Because I did that forever. Like, right. I could see everything you were supposed to be. Yeah. I see all of it. Like, yeah. I know. I see you in arenas. Yeah. I see you on the bestseller list. Mm. This is the, you know, da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, wait a minute. 20 years later, who, who is me? Right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm not only supposed to be pushing you, but I'm supposed to be inspired by you also mm-hmm. to launch into the deep. To, do, to yeah. go into that area. Yeah. I'll never forget. I had a conversation with my youngest son um, and I was telling him, I said, if a woman walked up to you and said, oh, Darlene's your mom. She's an HR generalist. You would probably look at her and go, no, you're not talking about my mom. But the reality is, is before you were born, I was an HR generalist. So does that mean she's lying? No. No. I held a title Mm -hmm. and she remembered who I am and who I was at that time. And then now I I hold other titles. Mm -hmm. So every encounter that you have with someone, you may encounter a different title, but it doesn't change who they are actually are, are yes. in that title. Yeah. And the, just such as God, we're made in God's image. Mm-hmm. And he is the great I am. Right. But he didn't put anything. He didn't put a noun behind that because mm-hmm. he is whoever our relationship has become. That was one time that I called him healer. Right. Oh, yes. You see what I mean? Yes. That was another time I re- I called him what we say in the church, Jehovah Jireh. He provided. Yes. He can't be subject to one thing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if we're made in his image, mm-hmm. when we understand who we are, right. it is not subject to all of these different titles. Right. Who are you with the title? Right. Because whoever you are is who, are, who you're going to be mm-hmm. in whatever position you're in. Right. Whether you're broke or whether you're rich, you're still going to be that same person. Absolutely. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's the the you that needs to be connected to the spirit realm and, and and connected to God so that that you can be the best you. Yeah, the greatest you. The greatest you. Yeah. Like, why not? That's right. Why yeah. not? Why not? <laughs> why not? They're talking about best life, but do you really believe it? You look mm-hmm. at your best life. Mm-hmm. So let's get into that as life has come to honey, her 50th year. Let's get into it. Let's you go. Know? And then she Fif- turned 50. 50 years old. Can you believe that? No. No. <laughs> but kind of yes. like, like, talk about what inspired this book. Like, you know, yeah. 
there was a Darlene McCoy prior to, and mm-hmm. then we're 50, we're Darlene McCoy Jackson. Mm-hmm. How do we get to this? Look yeah. at this. You, you're you giving all of this on the cover. Like, <laughs> you know, my yeah, journey has brought me to. To this. And what I, and, and you'll, you, you'll see in the book, um, mm-hmm. I think that every person's foundation is their launching pad for who they, who they become. And, um, you know, I have, I've gone from who I was back in Greenville, South Carolina, okay. as the, you know, Darlene, the pray I was a praise leader at my um, family's church and whatnot, but I got into a, a domestic violent situation. What? Yeah. That, let, this first Before chapter, this was way, you know, this was when way, young, okay. way back then. I think I was like 19 years mm. old. And I was in a very abusive um, situation to where it was criminal. He was actually trying to kill me. And the reason I'm in Atlanta, Georgia, Mm -hmm. is because I was was running from him and I had a dollar to my name. And I halfway knew one person. In Atlanta? One person. Halfway. Halfway. (laughs) You know, and, um, you know, as as um, and what I did was look back over my story and all of the full circle moments and all of the connections and everything, the way God just kind of connected the dots and Mm -hmm. story after story after story of getting into the music industry, because here's something, and I'll go ahead and give a little giveaway (coughs) in the, in the book. Um, One of the, the people that saved my life while I was still living in Greenville was Robert McCoy. And I, I had come down here. And I ran into him in the IHOP. He had on Dallas Austin recording projects on his head. What? I had no idea who Dallas Austin was. I'm like, what is that? You know, <laughs> what are you talking Darp. about? What is Darp? What right. is that? And he says, I work, for, you know, for Dallas Austin. And um, but then, you know, me and the guy that I was with at that time had come down to Atlanta and he jumped on me. Yeah. And the only person I halfway knew was Robert McCoy. What? To help me, and he saved my life, and you'll see that in this book. But so he had a purpose. He had he a- had purpose, and and then you know, as you know, me and Robert McCoy got married. Mm-hmm. We had children. Yes, and beautiful children. Thank you for my children. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, but you know, Dallas Austin became the executive producer of my first yeah. record, and he also was the one that introduced me to the music industry through Tyler Perry's. Um, Diary of a Mad Black Woman. So all of the wisdom that I collected from story after story after story after story is in this book. Mm. So then I turned 50. You know, unfortunately, Robert and I did not work out after 18 years. 18. And and I will say that I really we're still friends because he was a destined part of my life. Yeah, we're still friends. We're still parents, you know, and whatnot. And we are good. But when it was time for me to open myself up to a relationship again, here comes Mr. Alfonso Jackson. Oh, that inspired a song. Okay. Yes. And I would get into all of that, but it's just too much to say. You have to get the book. But yeah, I will. I will leave you where I left everyone in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, Alfonso is the first man that actually took me on a on a date date like a pers- I'm pursuing you date after my divorce isn't that something what so see ladies honey 2012 you can, but yeah yeah it's coming if it's not there 
And it w- and we weren't dating. We were like, it was, he took me out and I was like, wow, I was so intimidated by him. I was. I was like, <laughs> he is too fine for me. I can't, he's looking at me. Oh my God. I was like, oh, quit looking at me. I, no, I just got out of a divorce. I can't be dating nobody. Like, <laughs> but, but. We were friends for five years. Then we started dating. Oh, wow. Five years. Yeah. And then we we started dating. And then um, we got married in February this year, which would be 10 years after we met. Exactly. Isn't that something? Wow. Yeah. So it's it's quite a story. Um, So, okay. I do have to kind of, I know you got to get the book, but I do have a quick question because when we go through so much and pick up so much baggage and you know or kind of you know working out of alignment Mm -hmm. when do you when does it feel good when does it feel right when does it feel safe to open yourself up to someone oh my god um when you aren't looking for someone I think they'll just show up and they may already be around you um because I it took me years to to get to myself you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and and to be honest with myself and to be me um, after that divorce. And I don't know. It was, a, you know, I was just out here. Just I had a whole bunch of friends, male and female, and I'm always doing something. I'm never bored. Right. You know, and it's not like I could date someone or I don't have to, you know. Mm-hmm. And then when you get into that state where you are comfortable, mm-hmm. it may happen then. I can't say it's going to, cause yeah. it's, but it may happen then. Um, you know, he you and I You were comfortable with you. You were comfortable I, I, with where your honey, life was. My best friends, will, all, all of my friends will tell you what I said over and over. I ain't never getting married again. I don't want no, I don't need no husband. Tried it for 18 years, didn't work. I ain't doing this no more. <laughs> I said it. I kept saying it. I believed it. I was firm. Right. And even when Alfonso came into my life and we started like kicking it, you know, and hanging out, Mm -hmm. he revealed to me that he didn't believe in God. So I was like, yeah, he got the right one because I'm not getting married. I ain't trying to do, (laughs) but I'll walk with him through this process. Lord, if this is what you want me to do, so I'll see him and stuff. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I just didn't know what God had in store for me. Right. You're like, well, we automatically are not aligned. Right. So you thought. That's what I thought. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I, and you know, the, the, the Darlene in me was rejecting that, but the, the God in me, I couldn't release, I couldn't let him go because our chemistry was so real wow it's like you've been in my life but why haven't you, what, what, why haven't we been hanging out you like the same music i like <sighs> we just had so much fun and like like giddy little kids mm-hmm. little weird and quirky stuff i liked he liked and mm-hmm. you know we got it we would get into these conversations that we like he would say i can't talk to anybody about this and then we would talk and we got together and you know god changed his life he changed wow. his life completely. And after I gave up on him, because I had. Oh, really? I gave up. Gave up. I was like, all right, God, he's yours. Did all hey. I could. It's two, it was like two and a half years. In and he, he was just rooted in what he believed oh or did God. not believe. I mean, when you're in your 40s, he was in yeah. his 40s. Yeah. And he's in science. And he's yeah. like, I'm trying to tell you. There this is doesn't no, make this sense. Is, yeah. And I'm like, I'm not telling you no more. Right. Sir. <laughs> Go ahead and live like that then. Right. I mean, okay, I'm done. Right. And my, but the Lord had another plan. And you were planting that seed the whole time. 
Isn't yes. that amazing how you were being used? Isn't that just something? Like, yeah. Now, his side of the story is, is different than mine. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's his POV. That yeah. was his point of view. My POV was this, and yeah. his POV was definitely different because he met me. He he saw me before I met him. Mm. And where was I? It's almost like the Boaz story. Okay, okay. I was doing a concert. It was me, Yolanda Adams, and Kimberell in concert. Mm. Someone invited him to come, and he doesn't even believe in God. And That's he came to a right. church. He came to a church, and he saw me. And remembered me when another friend invited him to come to a networking party I had at my house. He came over and he was like, oh, I remember her, you know, mm-hmm. and I'd never seen him before. And I'm like, oh, you know, but, <laughs> but <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Who is this man? Right. Out of my house? You said, yeah. oh, we uh, were playing space together and we're winning the whole night. I'm like. Get away from me. We're in sync. You were in sync (laughs) from the beginning. That's right. But but what I'm saying is, Mm -hmm. is that if we, if I can tell the story hindsight. Right. But as I'm going through the story, I had no idea what was happening. Mm -mm. We have no idea what God is doing. No idea. No idea. It's in your obedience though. It is. There is a reward. That thing inside here. There's a reward for that. Like when you sing in here, when you feel God say, uh-uh, uh-uh, go to the left. Yeah. Some people don't even have that. No, no. Yeah. And no. that's why that's, that's the, that's the, that's the mode of discovery. Uh, who am I to you? Who am I to them? Mm-hmm. Who am I to you right. and them? Who am I to me? Mm-hmm. Once you get that and you have that connection, you know how to be guided by the spirit. Yes. On and life everything. is so much easier. I'm, t- I'm telling you, like, like I always say, I've been saying that since the beginning of the year, I've been talking to my close friends about it. God, it's God's desire for you to live in ease. That's right. You're not supposed to be anxious and mm-hmm. aggravated and, and mm-hmm. triggered and on mm-hmm. edge. That's not easy. And, tra- and, and in these traumatic situations. Right. Reliving how, them over and over. That's how you know you're out of alignment. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, the, and, and it's the most important thing that you can ever do mm-hmm. is to connect with the spirit of God that sent you. Not the man. Not the man. The spirit. God is a spirit. Yeah. I got into I got into that one day. I was just like, God is not a man. OK, mm-hmm. we say it at, the ch- at church all the time. He's In not song, a man, but he should he, lie. Not, right. No, he really isn't a man. Really is not. Really we not. say he. But God is a spirit. Mm hmm. That gets so deep and people get so thrown off. Well, if he's not a he, is he a she? Well, that's when you understand, well, I'm a human. And right, that's, a human, that's, yes. I'm human. Yes. And and there's so many other things connected to God other than humanity. But as a human, that's right. the way I understand things is he and she. You see what I'm saying? Yes. But then when you, when you, it's superhuman stuff, right. okay? You got to tap into that. And that's how you know God is through your superhuman, not just your human. So you can't put gender on him. Mm-mm, you know, you, you know, Jesus cried, Abba, Father. And everybody felt like, what Abba means father. But if you go to the original Aramaic, the, the not the modern Aramaic, the original Aramaic that he mm-hmm. spoke in, Abba means the dearest beloved. Mm-hmm. The one that I love more, the the greatest love mm-hmm. of all. That could be your child. That could be yeah. your mom, your dad. When Abba means the the greatest love. So when he said Abba, Father, 
it was almost like I'm speaking divinely right. and from humanity. Mm-hmm. You're my father, but Abba is the deepest love, yes. you know? So when we understand that about God, then we understand that that is a connected to us. Absolutely. That's what we have access to. That gives more insight into us. Yes. Because I just think a lot of people just don't understand who they are. Right. They're just like, I was raised by somebody. I do this. This is my resume. And that's how my mom used to be. And I'm going to be just like my mom when yes, I grow up. And, you, know. you know. And it's like, no, you don't even have to be. You may, you can if you want to, yeah. but and unless you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to be like anybody. I just don't get it, though. You know what? It just troubles my doggone spirit because I'm like, why do you not? Why wouldn't you want to go to your creator and really seek purpose? Like, would you like get in, you know, would you buy a MacBook? Would you get this microphone and not? Yeah, I don't care about who made it. I'm just going to figure it out. No, you seek instruction, right? right? You You seek instruction. instruction. That's it. So you you become like an expert in some area, Mm -hmm. but you don't seek instruction concerning yourself. You just like, I exist. Right. Which right. is what, that's another thing, like that tapping into that whole thing with breathing, like mm-hmm. the holistic, the whole mm-hmm. woman and man that we are mm-hmm. spiritually, mentally, mm-hmm. physically. Mm-hmm. Do you not want to know why you're not at peak? You mm-hmm. want to know why you have been subjected to certain prescription mm-hmm. medicines? You want to mm-hmm. know why this is this right. and that is that? How do you not want to know? How do you not want to know when you, and I, and I hear people say this all the time. Do you get deja vu? Yes, I get deja yeah. vu. Sometimes I think about somebody and they appear. Right. Like, what is that? It's right. beyond you. Beyond you. You've got to understand that realm beyond you needs to be connected in you. You tapped into something, you know, we can't, we'll be here all day doing, getting into that. But mm-hmm. the superhuman, supernatural aspects of who we are, that's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm at that's to it. the end of my days. I'm with, trying to be with super your April out here. I'm with like, oh, yeah, like, you see this A on my chest? Because that's where I'm at with it. Yeah. You know, I want to be peak. I want to be my best self. Self, And I see you doing that. I see you you. positioning yourself to have the greatest love, you know, like, yeah, Yeah. I'm I'm going to be this, 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 and I'm going to do this. And I'm going, I'm not saying that I'm going to, you know, how many people say I'm going to write a book? No, Mm -hmm. I wrote it. Wrote the book. Okay. And now, so (laughs) that kind of moves us into something else that I really want to make sure that we tapped in while we had Mm -hmm. you here today, Mm -hmm. because, you know, we got kind of lost in kingdom work, you know? Yes, we did. Yes. And then if you're not over here serving in one of these four walls with mm-hmm. a little sleeper on top or whatever, yeah. it's kind of like, I'm not doing kingdom work. No, mm-hmm. no, 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 yeah. no. This is kingdom work. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Challenge me if you want to. But Say anyway, it. but can we talk about how we can still be effective? Okay, let's say we do. Okay, now we're on the road to knowing when it's do you. Okay, so now I kind of know who I am mm-hmm. to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Now, how do I operate fully in wherever I'm supposed to be positioned. I don't know if it's in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. And I'm not discounting people that are called to the churches and called mm-hmm. to the no, missions it, yeah, and called to of specific, you know, kind of thing. But I want to get away from religion. Yeah. That is the bad guy. Well, I not think that religion is a gateway. Yeah. Because I can't yeah, to, say that. That could go either way. It could, right. Yeah. Well, well, I think that it's just the, you know how you got gatekeepers for everybody? Yes, absolutely. It's like, but but the gatekeepers are, are keeping you mm-hmm. and opening the door for you to get to yeah. God. Yes, You exactly. see what I'm saying? And you got so many religions, but there's, there's one thing in mm-hmm. common with yeah. our religions, mm-hmm. and that's they're connecting with. Mm-hmm. With the spirit of God, mm-hmm. however they're doing it, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, the distortion comes through leadership, through yes. the people. Because I mean, there's not one group of Ku Klux Klan 
members that has not been birthed out of a church. That's true. Okay. So it's, it's about leadership. It's That's not about God. True. God didn't tell you to do nothing. Because their leadership yeah. head totally is rooted yeah. in, in hate. Absolutely. And fear. And they have justification based on scripture mm-hmm. as to why they've done what they, you were never supposed to be out of bondage. That's right. You people are supposed to be slaves. Right. That's your mindset. But if it's taught generation and generation, the religious aspect of it is I'm doing what I've been taught to That's do. And God is pleased do. with me. That's sad. It's really sad yeah. because if they knew the real God, right. God that's, the Spirit, that's, yes. God, the, the, we, there's the seven things that God hates, right? Mm-hmm. That's pride mm-hmm. being, being number one. Right. When you say, when you find that what you're doing is rooted in pride, you know it ain't got nothing to do with the real God. Not at all. That's ego. It's that's another you. God. It's a small G mm-hmm. God or a Lord yeah. over uh-huh. your life. You know, but when it's rooted in pride, when it's mm-hmm. rooted in greed, when it's yeah. rooted in lies, yeah. you know, when it's when it's when it's, you know, killing people and whatnot, mm-hmm. that is not God. No. Those are the all. things that God resists. Mm-hmm. Um, but he gives grace to the humble. When there is no humility, you have to you have to question, oh, so what is this? Like Right. If I'm feeling my, you know, I'm on a soapbox and I just got all the answers and I'm just blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So but that's actually the outside of you mm-hmm. that's that's ruling you. Your, some people's pride rules everything that they everything. Do. It's the base it becomes who they are. Mm-hmm. That's the majority of like these dictators mm-hmm. from Adolf Hitler mm-hmm. to to mm-hmm. Trump. It's, 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 but I mean, it's, yeah. you know, it's symptoms mm-hmm. of pride. Yeah, and there are so many symptoms that we become comfortable with that are still rooted in pride. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, but you have to live in a place of humility to mm-hmm. understand that mm-hmm. and and then to be able to pull yourself away from it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'll never forget when I used to um, I used to be a worship leader at a, at a um, inner city church mm-hmm. right in the bluff. And I was on my way to um, service. It's like 80 going 85 you know, south coming down. I was running late <laughs> and I was praying, oh, God, just bless every, all the people that come to church today, change their lives and blah, blah, blah. It was just such an honest little prayer. And the spirit of the Lord spoke to me so, so big and said, and all of these people that you're passing, I wish you would get me to them. Mm. I'm going to bless the people you asked me to bless. But what about these other ones? Mm-hmm. And that's where I started. I felt like that was my call. Right. That. I know what I heard God say. I am limiting him to four hours. I mean, two hours and four walls. Mm-hmm. And then after that, what? What? My life, the way I want it, whatever. Mm-hmm. But what if, what if I take my mentality and open it up and get God outside of this box that we have? Right. This, this schedule that we have. And I just live connected to that. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that started in 2000 and I'm still the result of it. So I'm with you. <laughs> Keeps I, evolving. Yeah. And that's what kind of happened also um, during the quarantine and, and, and when the those four walls and the doors were shut. Mm-hmm. And I was like. And there were but, some churches that got online. Yeah. And they blew up. Yeah. Like yeah. they get, they had more members online. Mm-hmm. And that's the, those and are the ones had, you know are called. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then there were some that's like, well, we can't make it. Mm-hmm. And we didn't make it through. And right. it's like, it's because you didn't hear that God was trying to show you that the church is not that building. It's not. Mm-mm. It's who you are. Yeah. It's who we are. The church. Absolutely. You know? So let's get into that. Now you, mm-hmm. you turned this 50 corner. You got had her. this whole like 
agenda because I know, girl, yeah. you got a lot going on. I got on. some things. So <laughs> if you could kind of like almost be a blueprint for someone who's in the same situation, they're right on the cusp. Oh, the cusp. They're right <laughs> on the cusp of being very deliberate and intentional in aligning themselves with their purpose mm-hmm. in the world, mm-hmm. be it whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm called to do this. I'm called to make these mm-hmm. such and such films or I'm mm-hmm. over here. I'm supposed to be doing this. I'm mm-hmm. supposed to be doing that. What can you share with them that's really benefited you to fully activate your supernatural, Darlene? It is one word. Superhuman, Darlene. Do you know it's one word? What is it? Faith. Okay. Faith, um, we we know faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. All that stuff. <laughs> we know that. We know that. But I think that I really understand faith a, a little differently now. Okay. Um, you actually see beforehand mm-hmm. what you are go- your faith is bringing to pass. Uh-huh. A lot of people are operating in hope. I oh. hope I get this deal. I hope I get to do a movie. I hope I, you know, yeah. and they're thinking that it's faith. I'm believing God for this and I'm believing. No, it's, a, you got to sit still for a minute. Right. You got to get quiet and you've got to ask God to give you a vision of where you're going. Right. And that vision, whatever you are seeing in that vision is what faith is. Mm. And that's what you go after. And I and I equate that to the story about Moses when he was on the burning. He was speaking to the burning bush. Mm-hmm. Faith comes by hearing. Mm-hmm. God spoke the promised land and he heard it. So mm-hmm. he's had a vision for it. Yeah. So when he went and was obedient and did the things that God told him to do, when he got to to a place in his life where death was in front of him and death was behind him. Yeah. He had to make a decision. Am I going to die here mm-hmm. or I'm going to keep going? Because th- I haven't seen what I saw yet. Right. I didn't see what I saw. So what am I supposed to do? Right. God, what am I supposed to do? And God said, what is it that you have in your hand? Right. So what God did was let me show you the power that you have. Yeah. With this faith, because you realize you ain't there yet. Mm -mm. You realize that you got to keep going. You realize. And then what happens is as you start to move, things start to come together. Right. Everything starts to. When you you start to move. That's right. When When you you start start to move, move. the Red Sea will start to part. Right. right. Do you see what I'm saying? Though the enemy is Mm -hmm. chasing you, the Mm -hmm. Red Sea will start to part. And then you will understand your power. Mm -hmm. Utilize that power. What is it that you have in your hand? And start moving forward to Mm -hmm. what God has promised you until you see it. Don't stop until you see what you saw. See what you saw. See what you saw. So I, th- I think that I think that will be so mind blowing for so many because you, if you just sit down with the majority of people, mm-hmm. they have a vision. They've seen That's something. True. Some people seen it since they were seven years old. Mm-hmm. Well, I see myself on a da 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 da. But how? And I see myself that? and yeah. Mm-hmm. But you and you you think in your little. Mm-hmm. All your little power and might alone. Mm-hmm. You think, well, I, I guess I'm supposed to make it happen, but I don't even see how I can make that happen because mm-hmm. I don't really, you know, I don't. Mm-hmm. But you, it's, it's according to what you agree with. Right. You, because I have had days where I'm like, people have no <laughs> idea what comes up against you. Right. right. How, what you're struggling with, what demons you're fighting, trying to get through to get to. Get through to get to. Um, you yeah. know what I'm saying? It, you just never know what people go through because they see the end result. But you don't yes. see these times where you wanted to give up and say, OK, this I don't want to even do it. You know what I mean? Right. It's like I don't want to. But then when you see it and then God shows you beyond it, 
It's like, I got to get this behind me because I got to get to that. I got to keep pressing toward the mark. And then you get to a mark. And then right when you get to this, that's mm-hmm. behind you. And there's another mark. That's yeah. what this that's what it is. God keeps showing you step yeah. by step. Because it's still, it's levels to it's this. Levels it's levels to this. And people have to stop looking at these um, these marks, mm-hmm. which are really benchmarks, mm-hmm. as roadblocks. That's right. They're like, oh, now I've come to this and I just feel like, you know, now, you know, I've been here, you got me here and now I'm in this great position mm-hmm. and now they treat me bad. Right. Maybe you've outgrown it. Maybe so. Maybe that's maybe that uh, served uh, its purpose. Or maybe you need to grow up. Oop. You see what I'm that saying? That too. Sometimes. Yes. But what is it? That's what why we it? have to stay yeah. in connection and stay honest. And that's what people yeah. are stuck. They, I get that all the time when I'm, I don't care if it's from friends or from like clients. I just feel stuck. Oh, we don't get stuck. We're not stuck. <laughs> You're not stuck. You're not I know stuck. I was You're stuck not for processing. Years. You're yes. not processing. Mm-hmm. And we sometimes we just don't want to deal. Mm-hmm. If it feels like if you if it's easier, like we bought a house together, we got these kids together, they mm-hmm. haven't got out of high school. Mm-hmm. You should, oh, but I mean the marriage has come to an end. The marriage is, is stifling. The marriage mm-hmm. is heavy. But you just you want to stay stuck because you don't want to do the work to get unstuck. Right. Because that means I gotta face some real emotional and things so- and I gotta have some hard conversations mm-hmm. and I have to and that's the stuff that we just don't want to deal with. We but don't when you do but it's it. but they're they're the marks that's, that's pressing it. toward it. Because on the other side mark. of it right. on the other side of that. Mm-hmm. And on the other side of that is discovery yeah. after discovery and then after you, discovery. And eventually you're gonna start seeing the promised land. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's right. 14 years later, had I moved? That's right. <laughs> had I moved when it said, you know. That's exactly yeah, but right. That, but you have to have faith, like you said, to know that there is a promised land for mm-hmm. every one of us. That is every one of every us. Every one but of you've us. you've got to have that alone time, just like Moses went on mm-hmm. that mountain and was speaking. The bush was speaking to him. Right. Um, and... Uh, you got to have that moment. You got to sit still. Yeah. You, gotta, you know, we, we, we go to um, Habakkuk 2 and 2, mm-hmm. write the vision, make, make a plan. A plan. Mm-hmm. But we forget Habakkuk 2 and 1 says, right. I will sit myself on a rampart Come on and see what he's saying to me. If I need to be corrected. Yes. Or not. Yes. You got to have that time to mm-hmm. see what he's saying to you and then write the vision write the vision they're trying to write the vision with no real intel you haven't even sat with yourself right. you don't even know who you are you don't know what you sitting on Santa Claus right. web talking about I want this right. I want that I want that it's like God is sitting up here like a Range Rover you're talking to God. Right. A Range Rover? Are you kidding me? That's what you set your bar that's what you set your that's bar that's the to. bar okay. a, a, a crib that's the bar a job. I know that I didn't <laughs> put all of that in you for that. Right. <laughs> we gotta. We really have to start really understanding the bigness. That's right. The and I'm gonna keep saying the the supernatural, the, the superhuman super. nature yes. of who we are. Mm-hmm. You can't explain none of these. You can't explain. Mm-hmm. Okay, you mm, you end up with ten fingers. You can't explain it. Get into mm-hmm. the even like with with what Fonz says about the scientific aspect of yes. it all. Get into that. Stop being these like little zombies walking right. through. You know, clocking in, clocking out. That's the devil. Booking yeah, yeah the everything. Blaming the devil on everything. Come on. It's you, lazy. It's I'm you, procrastinator. People, listen. It's you that don't want to do the work. I'm under attack. By who? Yourself. When you understand how powerful mm-hmm. you are, you wish a devil would try to attack you. Mm. They can't. What they do is they always try to fight you and lose every time. Right, every time. So, so what? <laughs> you know so what I mean? What? So what? Right. You got some opposition. Right. And what it's also, and, and uh, that the whole devil thing. <laughs> if somebody keeps showing up in your life and what they're doing is causing you to mature in a certain area. If mm-hmm. I have people still calling me on stuff that 
keeps bringing the, let's say my thing is procrastination. Yeah. Oh, but, you know, we could have done this had you. Um, you didn't mm-hmm. do this, so that opportunity went away. But mm-hmm. it keeps coming. I'm like, the devil keeps... Me- Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You had five opportunities to finish a script. To stop you being, had five yes. opportunities mm-hmm. to to create whatever they mm-hmm. needed in order for you to pitch, mm-hmm. in order for you to get a sponsorship mm-hmm. for whatever, but you didn't do it. Mm-hmm. So now that's the devil. The, well, uh, you the mm. devil. You the biggest <laughs> devil in your life. Your devil the enemy lazy. within yeah. me. The enemy within, within me. me. That's why yes. I think it's important for you, someone like you who says, I'm writing a book, wrote the book. Mm-hmm. I want the greatest love of my life. I got the greatest love of my life. Mm-hmm. To come on and, and make sure that people understand there is a case study. Yeah. It's not a bunch of pie in the sky. That's right. That's it's it, not a, a fairy tale that's God. It. That's no, it. it's not. It's Ain't not. Ain't no genie. Ain't no. Uh-uh. uh-uh. <laughs> I'm a God, give me that. Yeah, I got God, so many. Send me yes. Yes. Child, I got, I got my send husband a- and I didn't even ask him for it. Right. I wasn't praying for no husband. Everybody talking about what did, you know, whoever prayed to get like, that husband. Like Sierra. Sierra. Sierra's prayer. What, what did you do? Like, you mean to tell me <laughs> you want to say what she said so you can get what she got? Right. Do you know what an insult that is to God? Right. That is insulting. That's so hers. Insulting. That's for her. That was for Russell. That's what that needed to happen for, for them. them. But for what's going to happen for you? Because while you praying for a husband, you might be needing to pray for emotional healing. Come on here. You might need to be praying for d- some direction. What is my gift? Yeah. How can I connect with people? How, why don't you get busy on you and God sends you what you need? If it's a husband, so be it. If it's not, so be it. So be it. The thing is, the desires of your heart. I just mm-hmm. I just firmly believe that those are stored up for you. But it's about yes. your, your obedience and positioning. That's it. Because if you, whoever, if it's, a, if it's I mean, I've... People put so much on the romantic aspect. And I know people are not wanting to be alone. You want right. to have a companion. That's fine. And that can come just like the financial gain can come. But, but it's about Yeah. But it's about positioning yourself yes. and being just listening and hearing. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you're called, if you keep hearing this call to Houston or call to an L.A., mm-hmm. I love to uh, go back to like even like Bishop Morton's yes. call to New Orleans. That's and right. had he not, it would have changed his trajectory for his entire family. Entire his siblings, family. Yes. his kids. Right. So you in Canada and God is saying, keep you keep hearing about New Orleans and this in New Orleans. And the story is so profound. And yes. what happened for him yes. in New Orleans right. changed his entire life. Had he not listened and stayed in Canada, mm-hmm. not to say that you wouldn't have been successful, but you wouldn't have but been But you this. wouldn't have done this. You wouldn't have done this. That's right. And my thing is, I want to do this. I wanna That's do, it. I want to do this. That's it. That's <laughs> if it. Tyler Perry had not... Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. not to say that you have to be this super this or super that, but mm-hmm. the superhuman nature of who you are mm-hmm. is contingent upon you aligning, that's like it. you said. That's it. Being obedient, mm-hmm. understanding the aspect of the God that's in you. And not just mm-hmm. not to say that you could have a pastor, you could have a leader, you could have a mentor, but you gotta hear. You, you gotta, gotta have a relationship hear. yourself and you gotta understand just how big you are. Facts. Just and how big and, you are. and there's a scripture that says, I know the plans I have for yes. you. Yes. First of all, you got to be okay with that part of the right. mind because that means you don't know you don't the know. plans God mm-hmm. has for you. Didn't you didn't create you. God knows the plans. Right. And then my plans are to prosper, prosper you. you. Prosper. And this thing give on you prosper. <laughs> and expected end. And expected end. You know. Yeah, that promised land. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, that part right yeah. there. And then and it's it's one of those things like, okay, so that means I got to Listen and sit still and see if I'm going in the right direction or not. Right. With your plan for me. Your plan. Because my pl- God's plan for me was different than I thought. 
You know, I thought I was going to be this recording artist all over everywhere stage and it Mm -hmm. might might still come. But I had no plans to be in radio. It came to me. Yeah. I wasn't trying to be on nobody's radio. And you did it effortlessly. Like you, like people, I know, I know that because I had people around me saying that when you got on there, she's just natural. She's just so, it it was so funny. And I would look at people saying, you're just natural. And I'm like, like you you've been doing no like you were to school for it, you've been I doing, doing all your life. And then you skip to the front. It's not like right. you was over here on a, a you know, a side jock with somebody right. else. You right. were like, and boom. Right. <laughs> and the and the way God did that, it just it amazes me so much. Right. Um, and you'll see it, it's all the stories in the book. But now I'm being inducted into the National Black Radio Hall of Fame this year. And I was like, and I didn't see radio coming, it came. Bow! Mm. And I just obeyed. I, when they offered me the job at first, I turned it down. I was like, I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm an artist. You want me to sit here five hours a day, right. five days a week. I ain't got time for that. Right. And they was like, no. They, they flew down, the vice, one of the vice presidents, to sit down and, and say, do you understand what you turning down? Right. And I still was like, yeah. Major radio, too. Radio and he's one. like, give it a try. And God, that's when the superhuman came in. Mm-hmm. Because I was not being, I was being, my humanity was like, oh my God, I got to do this stuff every single, every day. You know, you know what I mean? so funny? But the super. I hear you. Uh, okay. You Look saying? at this interruption. Hold on. Yes. I have a whole interruption. Because yes. you know what I realized? Yes. And it's, it's so amazing. You know how, okay, so you sing. Yeah. And of course, that was always something mm-hmm. probably that you like, okay, mm-hmm. this is going to be the thing mm-hmm. that puts me before, mm-hmm. you know, the mm-hmm. world or whatever. But it's not even just about that. It's all wrapped up in your voice. So it's not mm. that it's just the singing, the presenting, it's the, the preaching. The pre- yeah. yeah, all of that, the prophesying. It's the voice. So who am I? I'm a voice. voice. You are the voice. I'm a voice. Yes, I'm one of them. <laughs> no, but you are one the them, voice. Yes. No, you are the voice to the people that are purpose for you. That part. You are the voice. I'm the voice to the people. And then so, ah. what's so funny to me is even back when I used to work in corporate, one of the presidents of the companies, one of the companies I worked mm-hmm. with, he labeled me the voice. He says, here's the voice right here. I wasn't saying nothing. I was just talking. That's what I'm saying. And I used to work in accounting. He's like, come on, voice. And what happened was we had a Christmas party and they, they had a band. They were up singing and I grabbed the mic and I was singing with them. And it, and it was just like bo- everybody would call me voice, voice, voice. And then something? So vo- the voice. The yeah. voice. Yeah. It's That's a trip. You, are. you it's had trip. the voice before you had the baby. That's exactly the, right. The, the voice, voice has always been there. Yeah. The voice is always, even when I was recruiting doctors for hospitals, I, the voice is calling you. <laughs> you know, to recruit right. you. You see what I mean? And the voice is telling the client, you know, it was always my voice. But but that's a that's who I am. You all better follow this voice. <laughs> <laughs> you better follow this voice. Can you, okay, go ahead. Take this opportunity to tell people how they can tap in with you. Please. And keep up with the Please. voice. Oh, keep we, up that's, with that's staying. Do that you is, understand? That that's is a stuck trap. and stayed. That is a close. trap. The voice. The voice. But, um... <laughs> I am. Um, let me see. And then she turned 50 is on Amazon. When you buy it on Amazon, please leave a review, please. I have like really like like the reviews are going crazy. Like it's like yes. five star reviews and it's really humbling. But um, I hope that you get the book. I hope that you get a chance to read the wisdom nuggets behind each story. That's mm-hmm. the way I designed the book is it's 15 stories. It's 15 chapters. OK. 15 stories and wisdom. 
there's wisdom okay. after each story. So Love that. that's what this is. And then she turned 50 because I really didn't even, see, just as we were sitting here talking, mm-hmm. we get hindsight when you said, oh, I get it now. It's the voice. You go back and you look back over it. That's what I did with this book. I looked back over my life and said, oh, I see God's hand here and there and this and that. You know what I mean? So that's what this is all about. Um, make sure that you follow me. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the thing about Instagram. When you, and I don't know, you might know how to get around this because you're April Love. <laughs> so, but they won't allow me to change my name to Jackson on Instagram because I have a blue check. So just still follow at Darlene McCoy. Okay. But I will Instagram, be Instagram, get it together. I know. I will be in several cities, um, you know, doing my book tour. We're bringing families together. We're visiting black businesses. I'm talking to millennials in different cities. So, um, so yeah, man, come on. You know, even if it's the voice of comedy, I'm still. <laughs> Yes, yes. It's the voice. It's the voice. It's the voice. So this has been amazing. I am so grateful. We will have her back, right? We will come back. Yeah, we're gonna get some questions. I I feel like we would be great. Q&A yeah. co-host because you know people that. got questions that need answers that's and right. that's going to be a segment that we will start doing um, and by the and book and then she turned and then she turned 50 Ooh. that's right now that I look I feel like I get it now on some on some stuff yeah, you know what I mean yeah. now that I get it it's like what's the rest of my life going to look like right. I told Fonz I was like hey so you know like we pro- I don't know about us like celebrating 50 years of marriage I'll be 100 <laughs> I can see it. He, he was like, "Oh, we're it. gonna be here." I'm absolutely, like, okay. absolutely. I'm gonna be old. Yes, but you're gonna be. Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna be old and fly. It's so much longevity stuff. Come There's on. so many opportunities to reverse that aging process. And I you tell know, you, yes. I do see 50 years worth of stuff that I still got to work on. Absolutely, so, 50 yeah. more years of work 50 to do. More. That's right. And I think you're up for it. Well, thank, thank you, you my sister. You know, I love you dearly. I love you dearly. Thank you for having me. Thank you for I being a part. I knew this was gonna be fun. I knew it. So we're just going to breathe our way up out of here. Take it in. Let it out. So again, thank you guys for tuning in with us and being on this journey with us of breathtaking moments, but catching our breath and making it happen as we head towards our promised land. Our sister Darlene has shown us that it's happening for her so it can happen for you. So stay tuned and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Make sure you tap in with me on all my social media at Ask April Love and my website, the AskAprilLoveBrand.com.